Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit Geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to Patreon.com slash Geek.io. Konbanwa, Anime Attacker Show in Yokoso. Good evening. Welcome to the Anime Attacker Show. You may have heard these words before, but I'll teach you what they really mean. Remember, we will be discussing all episodes up to the ones we talk about tonight. Anata go supporta o kinishi nanada soyo. If you don't mind spoilers, welcome. Konbanwa, minasan. This is the Anime Otaku Show, episode 16, and I am not your host, CJ, CJ the Explosion Boat Drink. That one's on me. <laughs> However, joining me tonight in the magical, mystical, shonen bullshit world of anime is myself, Josh Chekhov's magical staff, McGrath. Kerry, Pizza La Tampa Store, Wilcox. Hello. Justin, double love power special, Carol. Kira! And filling in as a handsome, equally bearded face tonight, Raul, that might be a fire hazard Garza. Hello, hello. <laughs> so, uh, hot take for you guys real quick. Uh, yeah, the boats are out of the dock. Which is why you're seeing me more so than CJ's screaming face tonight. But, uh, other than that, the show must go on, as they say. So, uh, Justin, what are we talking about tonight? All right. Well, uh, tonight's shows are, well, let's see. Let's actually make sure that I've got the right amount of shows coming up on here. Uh, of course, we do have uh, Food Wars, Season 3, Episodes 20 and 21, Irina's Diligent Studies and The Pioneer of the Wastelands, My Hero Academia, uh, Season 3, Episodes 8 and 9, From Ida to Midoriya, and All for One. Then Darling in the Franks, Season 1, Episode 9, Inhumanity. Magical Girl Ore, Season 1, Episode 6 and 7, Hot Springs and Lesson. Alrighty, yeah, spoiler alert. Darling in the Franks did us a bit of a uh, faux pas this week and decided They did us 30. They threw in another behind-the-scenes episode. With five episodes left, and... I don't know how they're going to wrap up all these loose ends. And they decide now is when they get a second behind the scenes episode. I mean, don't get me wrong. The episode was a episode, quote unquote, was was fun. It was interesting seeing all of the the hard work and the passion that goes into the show. And the voice actress for Zero Two is adorable. I agree with that statement entirely. I love how Hiro's voice actor interview was just him talking about how great she is. <laughs> I ship it. True wife. Oh, wait. So uh, I'm going to do some Google Foo real quick. You guys keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, I guess we can talk about it here because it's not about the episode. 
but uh, I, I was talking about it in the pre-show. Um, the writer is like, I just hope someone, people get something out of this series. Yeah. They're not just making something to make it entertaining. They want people to stop and think and actually take something away from the series. And that that's important. And that's also kind of trigger in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what the exact quote is, but it's like, uh, if you disagree with someone, you don't really have to understand them, but just accept it. Accept it, yes. Accept that, like, you're different. I'm different. E- even if you, even if we don't all understand one another, we can still accept one another and make something like Darlifra. <laughs> yeah, they they were calling it uh, the abbreviation. I love that abbreviation. It's great. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but it's still fun. So that, uh, do, do we want to go straight down the list? Or? Uh, yeah. Um, I think that that would be a pretty good shot. Um, All right. So a little bit of the uh, the preamble out of the way. Let's uh, let's dig right into the uh, the first of the two plates this evening. Right. So I know that I talked about previously that one of the like this is uh adapting one of my least favorite parts of the arc but thankfully those episodes are already done uh that section of the uh the entrance exams basically was legitimately like my least part of the like my least favorite part of the manga oh what you mean you don't like seeing all the characters you've grown to love get their shit stomped in right it kind of blows and that's not even like the actual worst part about it the actual worst part was like the completely phoned in villains that you saw in the beginning of season three hate it that it, it made me almost drop it for yeah, a the... couple of weeks oh yeah the, the practical mustache twish, twist of vaudevillian yeah uh, it, it's like come on a series of unfortunate, yeah the series of unfortunate events uh shokugeki version right mm-hmm so, and then finally you get to like where you meet Hayama and it's like, okay, now this is interesting again. Right. And of course, we already talked about that. Like, I love that fight. <laughs> Literally, it's actually a fight. And I love that. Because, um, you know, that's everybody knew that that was the reason that he was, you know, stepping up to Central and trying to join them. But I just love the thing that they do in episode 21, they give me exposition and I love it. And I know we're still supposed to be talking about episode, you know, 20 right now. 20, the, but... the, the training montage. Yeah. yeah we're... Uh... Go ahead. Where grandpa shows up and shows what a badass he is, that he can actually intimidate Joichiro into obeying him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty wonderful. Um, I... Th- this is the turning point of the largest like most I yeah I can say it's like the most influential to the rest of the story arc of all the way up to the point where we are on the manga right now like the regiment de cuisine is running all the way up until maybe f- it's like only three two chapters cha- ago right yeah two, two chapters, chapters ago. ago right so this is pure hype to the highest degree look forward to season four because obviously season three is already almost over but hot diggity shit i love joey Tro. he is the best and worst anime dad simultaneously (laughs) 
and he's he's slightly above goku tier because he does run off and do his own shit just for reasons like goku does but he also legitimately tries to be a dad to soma when he's around which is better than poor gohan ever got right yeah that's true uh Poor Gohan. <laughs> yeah, when, when Goku is around, Gohan gets the shit kicked out of him in the hyperbolic time chamber by his own dad. Oh my god, guys. Uh, so, not to plug another podcast, but I am, I'm listening to another podcast weekly called All Systems Goku, and it's a, it's, it is a, it is a rewatch of Dragon Ball Kai by two people who have never seen Dragon Ball in their life. Oh god. And they are they are both like very prolific uh uh video game journalists. And I I swear that exact thing just happened, Josh. They just got to the type of like time chamber and like man, Goku's just beating the shit out of his kid. I what mean, Joey like, Chiro does that Two four hundred and ninety losses for Soma. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's teaching him with every one. I mean, the same. Technically, Goku's doing the same thing, but but also... it's not physical. Is the thing. <laughs> Goichiro <laughs> isn't literally smacking him with a frying pan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is a. Um. Guess Turn what, guys? In character. <laughs> yes. For for one character actually, because okay, we we we, we see that um, oh, what's his name? French French dude. Aldini. 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 He's, He's Italian. Italian. He's Italian. Okay, Italian. <laughs> um, that fire in him. That he's oh, pumped yeah. up. Yeah, it's like, and this is what uh, uh, Soma does to people good people mm-hmm. characters that are supposed to stay in the story yeah he just pumps them up and they, they want to get better and I, <laughs> uh Aaron's uh whoa wait, was she actually like okay it doesn't have to be exactly as the recipe anymore yeah, yeah she... finally standing up to daddy oh yes we're starting to see now more and more of why Arena's character arc in like in the manga is one of my favorite things about this series. Absolutely. Because uh. in the fir- the first season of the mo- of the anime adaptation, they didn't give her character as much nuance. She was just Ice Queen bitch. Uh, uh, and ob- obligatory now- from CJ. No more ma- manga, manga, manga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but, but yeah, yeah. Go, okay, that go was ahead. relevant to the yeah, to yeah, the it, comment it, it, because it, 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 it's relevant. Go ahead. <laughs> because, but now you're starting to see more of the complexity and depth to her character as she's starting to open up and explore that herself. Because her dad basically was going to use her god tongue, and Arena as a person was just a vessel for the god tongue. Uh... <laughs> oh no! I just made a, JoJo reference, I made a JoJo reference that nobody else knows because nobody in this room. No, I unfortunately JoJo. understand it because I've seen the GIF. Okay. Oh man! But it's like so many it's... wasted frames of animation on that. <laughs> and the the dish that they make in the competition is sounds amazing. Mashed potatoes, minced meat. 
and cheese. Mashed potatoes, meat sauce, and cheese. Gimme. <laughs> that just sounds like the sexiest kind of shepherd's pie. I And I, I love the two teams divvied up the way they are. How you have Dojima, like, perfect, perfectly doing everything. And so immediately Megumi and Takumi know exactly what they what he wants done. And then Joichiro's just over here making grapes. <laughs> Figure it out, you little shit. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like... That is his parenting style. Yeah. And he's, but that's, he's also doing... his, that's also his cooking style. I mean, that's him. He... He'll you, give you don't you... right now no recipes. That's just offhand. Yeah, this is like okay. Here's something new, and then the the final verdict where they're supposed to judge each other, and they each. Every everybody just you know Mexican standoff pointing. Yeah. And oh, where, where they break each of their dishes down, each of the opponents. Dishes down is just like well, this is what was great about this, but yeah, but you did blah 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 blah, and it's like, hey, look, the the goal of the little training exercise was reached. They are seeing what each other is capable of and evaluating it. That's yes. wonderful. Yeah, it's great seeing Grandpa's little commentary as they're pointing at each other and arguing over whose dish was better. <laughs> and he's like, it worked. And and their analogy for each one. It seems like a jazz band. And then you have Soma's, which is just like chaos, but it's art. Yeah, avant-garde, yeah, throw paint at the wall. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing about the, the, the general Yukihira cooking style in general with both <laughs> Joichiro and Soma. It's like they, they are Bardic Inspiration College of <laughs> Cooking. Yeah. They don't know what the hell they're doing until they start doing it. And then they just improvise from there. <laughs> That's there's a... always like there's always like a base idea like, well, you know, I'm go I'm going to grab some meat. Now, what do I want to do with it? Well, let's see. I'm going to juggle it from hand to hand and oh, hey, there's this spice over here. Let's add that. It's like they're just making it up as they go. And it's like it uh I can't remember what the name of the dish was. Do you, do you remember? The peanut butter squid. No, 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 no. <laughs> the other thing, the, the potato and meat sauce. Deliciousness. Yes. Okay. It's like uh, Sochiko, Sochiko's is barely qualifies as the dish. Oh, Hashi Parmentier? Yes. It's like it barely qualifies as the selected dish, but it still works. It has the essence of the dish. But just more. Joey Chiro um, would would win every episode of Chopped ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be an amazing crossover. I right. agree completely. An animated episode of Iron Chef. <laughs> that is this entire show. I I, 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 I know, but like actually get like Morimoto and <laughs> anime Alton Brown. Oh, and God, the... anime Alton Brown, just make it happen, internet. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch, secret boss. So pretty much um, the director is pretty much an evil chairman, right? From from the Iron Chef, right? Wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, that's pretty much him, right? Instead of taking a bite out, out of a green pepper, he's taking a bite out of a 
of an onion or something, right? Well, he's taking out a he's taking bite out of a pepper. Yeah, the pepper, but the uh, Aaron's uh, father would be taking a bite out of an onion or something. Oh, okay, yeah. And not a singer tear. <laughs> well, yeah, you have, have you to have a soul to cry. Uh, I mean, quick question, guys: Have any of you ever taken a raw bite out of a full onion? No, I have. Oh, it was. Why would not, you do that? It was not a sweet Vidalia onion. It was just a yellow onion. I did it for a skit, and it was terrible. Oh god, my mouth is like watering in a bad way. I need to drink some more essenced thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, then... we we get that episode with the little training arc, and then we have the next episode, which is oh hey, here's a flashback. The most hype, like I was, I was there on image boards just talking about this chapter when it released. It was so hype and ready. You finally get backstory, and it felt so good to have it animated because young, young Polar Star Dorm is like the most fabulously extra group of boys in the world. Uh, they're they're good kids. And then you have Jude, for... who has not changed shirts in decades. <laughs> Can we talk about how June got onto the Elite Ten in middle school? Right. Like, just, just putting that out there for a quick second. Like, she's this background character who nobody takes seriously. She's just Hayama's mom. And then all of a sudden, Shiomi June, third year, like, sixth seat or whatever she was. Third year Polar, middle school. Polar Star Dorm OP. <laughs> so OP. But yeah, exact same shirt. The only thing that was different about her was her ponytail was a little shorter. <laughs> oh, man. And frankly, I, I love that. Like, it, everybody else, you know, they've got different hairstyles. You know, Gein does not look quite as, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and, and we get the, um, he becomes, what's the word? Is it disenfranchised or no? He becomes worn down. I mean, everybody was basically. Give me something new. Give me something new. Step yeah, it up, yeah. step it up, step it up, step it up, step it up. And he ran out of stairs. Yeah. Uh, that was a good pun, but it was very true. I mean, that that, that was it. He, he climbed so high, so fast, there was no further path to climb. Yeah, and uh, everybody else just kept demanding more and more out of him. And he was doing it, but it's just like... At what cost was the thing? And that, that was the whole point of the backstory. Yeah. Is it showed us that, you know, yeah, this guy's a freaking genius... He can do, you know, things that no other chef can with his culinary skills, but he's still human. And 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 I like how they showed the gradual, like, where he's excited to cook, and then where he just goes stone faced, like, yeah, this is that, and blah blah blah. I use this, and, and that that was the thing. That was where he left Totsky was because he lost his joy of cooking, right? Yeah, and that is something that's absolutely essential to cooking. And that is why Azami's plan is so flawed from its conception, is he wants to remove one of the most core aspects of cooking, and that is the sense of wonder and what if. Because 
Cooking as a concept started when man discovered fire and thought, hey, what happens if I take this side of, you know, mammoth and expose it to flame? Oh, look, suddenly it's more delicious. (laughs) Cooking uh, is based on what happens if. And then we find out uh, how he got his bad habit of cooking (laughs) disgusting food. Yeah, he was. It was stress relief. Poor June. She liked it. She liked it, and she knows it. (laughs) She was actually asking for it towards the end there. Why haven't you cooked any disgusting food? Are you actually asking for it? No. No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how he just blew steam. He he just made these off the wall like. He what did things for mind. himself because he He's thought it was fun. No. But my body, body is telling me yes. Yeah, and you even you can actually kind of see the moment where he starts to crack when he wins some award and he's trying to talk to the judges about the process behind making the dish. Yeah. And he's so excited to talk about it and they cut him off. What are you gonna make next? Yeah. Give me more, give me more, give oh, me more. We, talking about the judges, we, we get the younger versions of the old judges, too. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was funny. That, 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 was, that was a nice little nod. Yeah. Uh, some of them, uh, one of them, the one that's bald, actually has hair in this one. Nice full head of dark brown hair for now. For now. So this is like, what, at least 20 years? Uh yeah, that's at least twenty years. Well, when you when you stop and think, Joitro left Totsuki, what right around what his last year of high school? Yeah, third yeah so year. he would have been like seventeen. Seventeen, eighteen, and Soma is now starting high school, so like fifteen, sixteen. That would put you know, Saiba bare minimum early thirties and. I, I don't think he went out into the world and immediately sired Soma. <laughs> oh, Unless. that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this happened a while back, but I'm back in Japan. I'm cooking in a little diner called Yukihira, and I've got a kid. What? Yeah, yeah like, just maybe. out of nowhere. Hey, yeah, and, and I, I've, I've got a kid now. Bye. Bye. Okay, cool. Thanks, bye. I, I wonder if that, um, what you call it? What was she? Fourth seat or sixth seat? The other polar the green hair chick. Yes, I think she was like fourth or fifth seat. I, I oh, the if, random one from the flashback. Yeah, the random one. I wonder if that yeah. might come back because, or if it's just I, like I think she was a character somewhere. I don't remember her at all. Does anybody remember her name? Nope. Nope. Or was it just because she was from the polar star? dormitory that they had so many so many of them in the elite in the elite 10 yeah i think she was i think she was primarily there to fill out the roster ah and like yeah the only reason uh sotio was two was because he just liked cooking he didn't like all all of the other stuff that came with it like the the uh managing the well, and he he blew off his classes, yeah. so he had shitty grades, and that brought him down to second seat. But yeah, if, the if he showed up, right? If he showed up, <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine Saiba Joichiro sitting there sorting through paperwork? 
Yeah, and so this, this girl this goes in the charcoal grill and this goes in the charcoal grill. <laughs> yeah, he's like folding them into origami to use as plates. Yeah, it sure just looks like um this uh Riko Ebisawa girl is just fourth seat and that she's only ever seen in chapter Oh, she's only ever seen on a piece of paper and only ever seen in that flashback arc. Oh, okay. And we... Rip Ebisawa. And it explains the reason for the opening, them walking through the desert. Yep. Right. Well, that's been a metaphor from the very beginning, too. True. And it shows that they're both going through the same desert. It's just, I think Soma's going to go through it a little bit better than... Well, no, yeah, that, 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 that's the, the comparison that's made is that he just, he loves the challenge. Yeah. He, he lacks it. Yeah. If he, he likes it rough. If he's lost to his father 490 times and not won a single match against him and enjoys it, there's not something that a little shit like Azami is going to be able to do to get in his way. True. Like the final chapter, I want it to be like, Four ninety nine to one. That's the final yeah. scene of the entire manga. I, I just want that one win. Go, going out on that one win. Yeah. Well, cause see that, that, and that's the thing is, you know, that, that's the philosophy of all. Well, I have not failed. I've just found one thousand ways not to make a light bulb. Yeah. <sighs> but it's so great that we're getting, we we get the backstory from two sides. True. Because we get Sochiro's side where it's like, yeah, it was just really tough. I, I was a, I, I am a genius, and I was in full bloom back then, but it just started coming down. It broke him. Yeah, it broke him. And then from the outside, it's like I should have been there. I, I should have supported him more. I should have noticed this. And then, um, oh, what's his first name? Can you turn down your evil aura? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stop Azami. oozing all that evil aura. <laughs> yeah, Azami really was a little shit and still is. Still is. Man, um, I'm glad that they I, they did this episode right, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, I still want to fucking see Soma's mom. That uh, that better fucking show up in the manga sometime in the near future. Because talking about teas going over. A long, long period of time. He even mentions that he found someone who made him happy cooking again, or somebody mentions that. And it's deliberately referencing Soma's mom, and yeah. it shows her holding tiny Soma, and Soma's face is blurred out. Yeah. I, I think it's... I think it's like in the first season where he says, find a woman to that you want to cook for. Right? Yeah. Find, it, someone, it's her, it's... find someone that you... you are happy to cook for right something like that but yeah her face she shows up once and her face is blurred out and it's just for one panel oh. yeah <sighs> and i kind of hope that he is not siblings with rindo i doubt it because now rindo's that theory yeah like the more that it happens though it just looks more like she's not going to be a thing yeah especially because she's like you know gone kind of yeah things 
Sorry, spoilers. Spoiler, sweetie. Well, I mean, their third year is at the end of the at the at this arc, which is the end of a school year. So true that. Um. And but then, yeah, and then it's... we get the uh, final chat. We we get the rules set down. So this arc has already concluded in the manga, right? Very recently. Yeah. Two chapters ago. Okay, okay. The tournament tournament arcs take a lot longer in the manga than they do in the anime. Yes. Like the autumn elections was months worth of chapters. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so... Well, because in anime you can show a victory in like a second, right? It's yeah. just they're 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 paced differently. Okay. Like the, the anime speeds it up to make it look more like an Iron Chef episode where everything's happening super fast. Mm-hmm. But in like and you can show like you can change how fast those shots are played, right? In a manga, the panel's still going to take the same amount of space. Right. So it draws out the the narrative. And you can only fit so many panels on a page. You can only fit so many pages in a chapter. And it makes everything kind of go slower. You can only have so many pages of sexy sautéing. Sexy, yeah. sexy sautéing. So, so the bet is they become the elite. They, 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 they're, they're gambling, what, four seats on the Elite 10? Or five seats? Um, I think they're... Aren't they gambling the entirety? They are gambling the entirety of the Elite Ten. Okay. Versus all of their enrollments. Yeah. Right. And, yes. Uh, and Joichiro being a slave. Yeah. Joichiro uh, and Erin. Uh, Erina. 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 Yes. That she goes back to. Although, let, 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 let's be fair. If they, you know, were more concerned with making a bastardized dub of it, it would totally be Erin. Oh God, no! Please, why? <laughs> Don't four oh. kids this show for me. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. How about a lollipop? We'll have to. We'll have to have CJ. Are they dubbing this? Do they? Do they have this simul dubbed? Uh, let me check. We'll have to ask CJ because he would know, and he would know how the dub is. But we need to. We need to scoot yeah. along here. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, we do. Because holy fuck, you guys. Mucho excito. Such hype. Oh, yeah. So much hype. Maximum hype. So, plus, plus ultra hype. Plus ultra hype. My Hero Academia. From Ida to Midoriya. The feels. The feely feels that make you feel feely. <laughs> they handle, like, the whole group conflict of, yes, we should go, no, you shouldn't go so fucking well in this 100 percent fantastic and i like that yes we know that we are not professionals we're still in training they're still kids they know how incredible these villains are and how incredible the heroes are because i mean they're, they're nothing compared to any of the pro heroes Bakugo well, yeah. gets gets tied up by the denim hero. Best genist is the best. He is the best genist. 
four-time winner of the best genist award. So, <clears throat> and I like how how they do it smart. The 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 friends that don't want to want them to go are going with them, but to protect them. To like yeah. the second shit hits the fan, we're out. We're out of here. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and Ida, like I'm the class rep. You guys are my responsibility, so I'm gonna go to keep you out of trouble. He's so Japanese. And, like he's <laughs> so such Japanese. a good boy. But he's he's like, do you guys not care about my feelings? Do you not understand that I feel the same exact way? Come on, man. And especially after like after Midoriya and Todoroki both gave him shit over the Hosu incident. Or not really gave him shit, but they saved his well, ass. Yeah, yeah. They saved his ass. Yeah, his, his pride's a little hurt at this point. And my my boy, my boy Kirishima, <laughs> he was right there. And he's my friend. If I don't do anything, <laughs> I'm not a man or a hero. Mm, Red Brian. And, and then you get. Oh, yes, and Josh. You get the quote, you get the quotes from All Might too. Of you know, the best heroes all have quotes about them from their stories about them from their school days. How they couldn't stop themselves; their bodies just moved. Well, that's Midoriya to a fucking T. That's how he got one for all. Yeah, for real. And uh... oh, and then we get the dress-up scene. Let's go shopping. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, so, do you guys, Raúl? Do you know what a Don Quixote is? No. <laughs> Because that is that this is a reference to it. There's this Japanese store um, called Don Quixote. I just typed so. Um, where it's just this store with a bunch of random shit in it. And it's loud. It's colorful. It's got a ridiculous amount of just completely random as fuck goods. And there is no reason ever whatsoever in a million years that a rich girl like Yao Yorozu with a conservative genteel upbringing would A, have a reason to set foot in one, or B, be ever remotely encouraged to do so. She probably would have been actively discouraged from going into a place like this. <laughs> There's not necessarily anything wrong with it, to my knowledge. It's just not a... It's a... It's different. not a hoity-toity place. Exactly. Hmm. Is it kind of like a uh, Ross or like Burlington where it's just overstock and it, just it, random It's more stuff? like a Big Lots. Oh, okay. It's like it's like Las Vegas threw up on a Big Lots. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. And the whole reason she's not just making disguises for them is because she wanted to shop there. Right. I want to. I need to add stuff to the to the economy. I can't just. I can't just do stuff like this. I really wanted to go. <laughs> and, oh, uh, and the costumes are amazing. And the asterisk oh, yeah, next to You gotta stick your jaw out more. Oh yeah. Ida's. <laughs> That's sharp. Like barbershop looking outfit. Yes. <laughs> a little mustache. No, there's a. Isn't there a Street Fighter character who's a boxer who looks like that? Uh, Dudley. Dudley. Oh, Super dapper like... boxer. Super dapper boxer. If this is a normal world, this is probably what they would l l look like when they like about ten years. 
Well, this is this is them purposely trying to look like adults too, because they are in an adult district, right? Um, and it's funny because like they don't call it a Don Quixote; it's Don something or other. But then it's a donkey. There's some long name that they called it, but yeah, they call it Donkey in the show, and that's the um, like they verbally call it that. Yeah, and that's yeah. what the nickname for Don Quixote is, mm-hmm. right? Which I totally didn't get when I read that chapter in the manga, but I've since learned what a Don Quixote is. So I was like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, what that okay, is. I get it. I got that reference. And then we get a great episode. All for <sighs> one. Oh, oh God. I, I, It's taken a lot in me to not just skip to the end of that and say, oh, dear Lord. So, okay. Man, I gotta stop making comparisons to the manga because it's a really good adaptation. It's so good. I'm very yeah. happy that they they are doing the right thing in the series where you know they are just they aren't doing Take, an episode the every single of the manga week. and bringing them to life. They they are waiting before seasons to let you know to let no filter like no filler come in. There's no extra bullshit that we have to worry about. It's just well done, shown in anime, separate seasons. I don't care about the gaps. Yeah, I would good animation. Yes. I'd rather have gaps than, you know, Midoriya killing bees or Ida hunting vampires. Right. <laughs> uh, funny they say bees, as that is a major plot point in the spinoff series, The Illegals. I was actually referring to filler arcs from two major jump series oh, in the past. Yeah. <laughs> so this one, the police, the they have the principal come up with this plan to put the villains. It's a good ass plan. Yeah, and it's just like, so we followed the <clears throat> tracker, and then the police are like, yeah, they went here, and then they went here, so we're gonna hit both places. Yeah, and they they already found out the villains' real names and ages. Yeah. Um, and while they're getting ready, like all of these heroes, which a ridiculous amount of heroes, they even pulled fucking Gran Torino in for this, which I love. Um, while they're getting into place, they're putting on a red herring press conference. Yeah. Talking like, oh, you know, we 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 totally have a plan. You know, we're sorry this happened the way it is, but it's we we, we have we have a plan, you guys. We have a plan. It's gonna be okay. And then as soon as it ends, what's knock, up? Knock, knock. Tommy pizza no, here. Pizza, pizza, pizza la. Camino store. <laughs> what? Yeah, just the what the fuck <laughs> expressions on all of the heroes are like. I, you can almost see a glimmer of, wait, did you actually order a pizza? <laughs> not again. This also, is, here's the thing. That is that is not something I would put past twice. Yeah. It, that's that's accurate. Um, I do love that Bakugo got to see Aizawa express that much faith in him on national television. Right. Like, Everyone kind of gives him shit because he is, he's an aggressive little shithead, but... He attack. He attack. Uh, okay, he really just attack. He really just attack. Um, but he, he attack with the heart of a hero. Yes. 
and for them for that to be acknowledged instead of everyone treating him like the little shit he kind of is um not as much of a little shit as minata (laughs) (laughs) though really you it doesn't take much not to be that much of a little shit right Yeah, yeah all you have to do is not be a raging pervert respect women what respect women i don't know what you're talking about and not try and steal froppy's donuts because that will end poorly for everybody involved yeah. except absolutely for oh and then like the heroes just all coming in coordinated uh miss mountain right is it mountain, mountain? La- mountain lady mountain lady mountain lady she's a whole lot of woman and then you have denim oh. like talking her her downs like yeah it's best that we don't hesitate like actually still teaching still it's just a regular civilian we don't want to hesitate in a situation like this yeah like he's a professional and she's she she's a rookie still yeah this is her this is still her debut year yeah so i mean the pros are doing what pros do because they they want to bring up the next generation right yeah also Give holy them- fuck ed shot i forgot that was his power right Headshot. Also, he's American. Yeah. Ed Edshot is the ninja. Oh, okay. The the paper ninja. And um when Endeavor is outside, he complains about that American going in. Oh. Which makes which means that Edshot is an American living in Japan as a hero themed as a ninja. <laughs> he is the ultimate weeb. <laughs> You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> and like, it's just so much fun because you see the heroes just doing the hero thing. And then the other foot drops. Yep. Oh, no, that wasn't even the other foot dropping. No, that was just that was the other foot picking itself up to drop. Just wait. Oh, and then we Next get the... Next episode is going to be lit. Um, what's her name? Um, pardon? Ragdoll? Yeah, Ragdoll. Completely blank. Yeah. That that's that, that was legit sad moment. What was, uh, what's Ragdoll's uh, ability? Search. Search. Yeah. And um, then we see... All for one. Oh. Yeah, Raul, some of you, him, anyways. So, did you did you watch the end of episode Stinger after the after the ending song? <laughs> um, is that the one where they like are all traumatized because they saw their death? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yep. Just for someone to come out and just do that to everyone around them. Oh, yeah. you will understand because the the thing is, we have now he's been mentioned in passing. In previous episodes, right, we are now seeing him for the first time in in the anime. Anyways, the next episode is going to be informing you just how much of a bad news this guy is. He is the big bad. Yeah, the well, biggest because, bad. So you would say if it ended up as a massive draw for both All Might and All for One, right? Oh, in their first fight, I'm hoping that there's some kind of like. They do so. Here's pipe dream for Justin. Um, I'm hoping that they do a prequel movie for uh, All Might, 
or something like that. And you get to see that fight. And you get to see that fight because that would be like incredible. Because but the wound on 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 All Might. I mean, it it's... stopped him from being a hero for another forty years. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, his face is because of All Might. So. <laughs> so All Might he got smashed. Yeah, he got a chunk out of him. But it's yeah. just like, for one, all for one. Let me smash. <laughs> but it's like, like I know what his ability is, right? I mean, his it's said in the anime to change to take quartz and move them around. Yeah, he manipulates quirks. Yeah, he yeah. Can, his his quirk them. is quirks. Yes, he can take them. He can manipulate them. He can bestow them after having taken them. them. Oh. And that's how One for All was born, because his brother was born with the... Wait, basic... we're getting to real spoiler territory no, no, here, no, no, no. people. No, Ma- All Might told Midoriya this in the anime. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like, right after Stain. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he was talking about, like, oh, I bet you're worried that Stain got One for All because he ingested your blood, and Midoriya was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so all for, all for One's brother had the ability to bestow quirks on others, but because he didn't have a quirk besides that, it was basically, it was a dud. Yeah, he was a gnat. It was inert. There we go. Yeah, he was a gnat for for uh, misborn readers. It was completely inert. And then his, then all for Asshole one of a brother gave him a quirk, which was the ability to store power. And it fused with the quirk he already had and created one for all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think the official is just superpower, right? The official well, that, name. That, that's, what, that's what they're calling it for Midoriya right now because they they don't want to actually say, hey, his quirk is one for all. Right. Because nobody knows where All Might's power comes from. He's just All Might. The only people that know about one for all are All Might, Gran Torino, Midoriya and you know a couple other people at this point. Yeah, uh, a recovery girl and his police friend. Yeah, and I think the principal knows as well because he mm. was helping All Might find a successor. Yeah, and oh boy, and and they show a female transferring it to All Might, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Previous yeah. one for all holder was a lady. Yeah, and we know she's dead because that's. That I guess that's how he got it, right? I mean, he's well, the, he the, the thing is it, has to, it has to be passed from holder to holder. Yes. So she chose him. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, I think I think somewhere in that I remember that all for one killed her. I don't know whether they've confirmed or you know disputed that yet. Is the thing we don't we don't know a whole lot about her at all yet. Okay. Other than she was the previous holder. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Uh, but yeah, and then oh man, he is such. That stinger is still like, we all saw our death. Gruesome, yeah. like holy shit! And that's just from his presence. And and Midoriya yeah. is just like, no, trying is... not to puke. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, it's like. All for one is the big bad, not just of the series. He is the OG villain. Right. 
for this entire world, he is the Sauron. He is the Voldemort. He is the he's the anti All Might. He is the symbol of evil. To the point that like his existence is now kept secret so it doesn't inspire more villains. He is he is the epitome of the the idiom power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely. Oh yeah, this this anime is like first season. All right, good, it's good. So He's beating the good. Yeah, he he beats the crap out of himself to use his power. Second season starts getting really good, which is the sports festival, right? Second season. Yes. And then we're in the fourth or third. 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 Oh yeah, second season is also staying. Yeah, staying oh, no. and the sports festival. Yeah. And then fourth season, uh, the third season is like, holy crap! And I like how they're just not like hiding the pro heroes and just focusing on the. Yes, the students are the main theme, uh, are the main characters. Yes, but you do want to see the heroes, hero. Yeah, right. especially because it provides a point of reference for the students' growth. Yeah. Like them. When, when they have to fight the heroes in their uh, advancement test yeah, right. for, for, for camp, you just show, like, how overpowered, or not overpowered, but how... The difference in level. Yes, the difference in level. Is like and the... they're... Yeah, and we're beginning to see more of that with them exploring the differences between Class A and Class B as well. Class A keeps having all these run-ins with villains, and guess what? They're a lot more capable than the equally gifted and hardworking people from Class B. Not because right. there's anything wrong with the people from Class B, they're just not as experienced. Well, And that, that goes to another old idiom, which necessity is the mother of invention. Right. You don't stop to think about the way th some things can be used until you need to use them that way. And that is a that is a core of Midoriya's development. Is a lot of what he's been doing and why he's been wrecking himself self so badly is he's been treating one for all like All Might does. Midoriya is not built like All Might used to be. No. <laughs> like right now, I think he's at what five percent. Uh, with full cowling. I think he can go up to ten now. No, no, no. Yes. In, in, in the anime, it's only five. Hmm. It, it's somewhere between five and ten percent for full cowling. Okay. But, but yeah, the, 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 the development of him as a character is, you know, learning what he can do. And it's, it's, it's real good to watch and it's exciting to see how it goes forward. Yeah. I agree. I hope it doesn't turn into like a 700 episode. Series. No, they're they will not. Like I, I hope it, it's got like a reasonable end. Like I would say maybe a hundred episodes. Oh, like the anime is going to go on for probably another fifty, another fifty episodes because the manga is still going to go for well, yeah, another two hundred chapters. Yeah, but like I, like I, I want them to do something like what they did with Assassination Classroom, where they. They finished the manga because they finished their story. They just didn't stretch. Oh, this is going to happen in two years, and they stretch it to like fifteen years. 
Yeah, no. Oh. Um, so far, and I think we're we're almost at the two hundred chapter mark for my hero. There isn't filler really, like at all. Right. Everything that happens in the manga that would come off as filler arc exists for character development and plot advancement. Yeah, even the um, the um, oh, what was it called? And, the uh, when the when the students went out to with heroes. Um, the, the internships. The, the internships. Yes. Yeah. The the one filler episode that we got was about Froppy, and it was character development, and it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, that uh, is a great episode. And because that so that is how you do filler. You make one good, solid piece of content that people actually want to see, and it goes over well. Yeah, mm. and I mean, I, I'm I'm with you in that. I'm hoping that what happens to that that like what happened to Naruto and Bleach does not happen to My Hero Academia. Where like Jump just decides, hey, you're not allowed to stop this because it's printing money for us. But if the mangaka decides, you know what, I have a story to tell, and it's going to take 900 fucking chapters, just like Oda's <laughs> decided with One Piece, and it remains consistently good for 900 chapters, like One Piece has, I'd be okay. With go it. for it. Is that what One Piece is at right now? 900. Uh, 906. Yep. But here's the thing. Oda has a story to tell and he is telling it. He, I, I think that he's like added some stuff in because he's come back and said like, oh, we're actually this far away from the ending now. But it's all <laughs> legitimate story stuff that he Discovery wrote and put into the main archive, the main, you know, timeline. It's not random. Hey, I need to fill space. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's not, oh, hey, look, asshole protagonist is actually, you know, the same type of thing that the bad guys that just showed up are. We, we, you bleach. Hey, bleach. Everything, everything in that series was foreshadowed. Was it dealt with in a nice way? Were there too many potholes? Yes, but was thought, everything foreshadowed? Very much so. I thought bleach was supposed to end after Soul Society. Uh, that's what people say, but that's never been confirmed in any kind of interview. That's just like the folklore of a. Uh, What's it called? Where everybody thought that DBZ was supposed to end during the Cell Saga, Akira, uh, uh, Akira Toriyama came out and said, "No, I just kept on writing the series. I liked it, so I kept on going with it." <laughs> I mean, it would have been a nice ending. Yes, it would have been a good ending at the Cell Saga. But yeah. uh, let's bring the train back. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. No, we're already past the trains. Yeah. Thank goodness. Which, uh, by the way, the Totsuki train arc actually being a pun makes me really happy. Yeah, also true, yes. <laughs> it's a double pun because it's a training arc on trains. Don't worry, Dale. Like, it's that's, not that's, light that's rail. That's some exhibit bullshit. Um, and then um, we get another flashback in the next show that we're going to talk about. Man, um, so pretty much God. all of our theories were correct. I mean, they weren't that hard to see, but we got them all pretty much correct. Figure veterans like us. Yeah, I was to say for other people, it was apparently (laughs) difficult to see because all they saw was butts and robots. Right. Which we haven't seen robots in several episodes now. Several episodes. It's like we saw a robot in this episode. Technically. Um, but it's it's like I've been saying since we started covering this series, Darling in the Frogs is not a robot show. 
Yeah, it's really not. <sighs> it is a show about relationships that has robots in it. Yeah. And they're fucking like awesome robots. robots. Little over here, little over mm. there. Little More like robots. We get the flashback <laughs> from Dr. Franks' point of view. <sighs> Dr. Franks has been around for a while. Oh, boy. Yeah, he has. Also, he looks like one of Josh Justin's and my friends, kind of. Yeah, kind of. And he actually says it, that he is he is not a good person. He acknowledges no, he that, that he has not done the greatest things. And yet, true to form for this series, he still manages to be just a little touch adorable. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh, if there's a guy you're interested in, you should take him out to dinner or something. I did. Oh. Processing, processing. It's me. <laughs> How thick can you be? That thick. T H I C C C C C. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, you've got someone there with the orange uh, uh, cones and just like, with the, yeah, with, with the batons, with the batons, you know, neon lights. She's straight up doing that dance from the Ore opening. <laughs> with the glow sticks <laughs> and I mean he's he's an intellectual type scientists are known for having tunnel vision <sighs> and then they find the magma energy yeah so our theory it's been is around on, a while our theories on immortality were in the works when we were first talking about it. Yeah. But then also the reproductive thing is definitely something that everybody should have caught on to. So that was neat to get that confirmed. Um, so the fact of them becoming immortal makes them sterile. Yes. Yes. Well, because reproductive functions are a built-in acceptance of the fact that the body is eventually going to degrade right and survival means ensuring the survival of the species not necessarily the person mm -hmm. and so once you remove the degradation of the body it goes oh well i guess i don't need to do this anymore yeah yeah evolves beyond it and not to mention even if that were not the case eventually the females of the species are going to run out of eggs also true because female human females are born with a certain amount of egg cells, and that's all she gets. Mm -hmm. They don't get to make more. Um, and we also learned that it is that we were correct. It is magma energy that fucked up the planet. Yes, and it's also the harvesting Also, fracking commentary. What? <laughs> uh Oh man! But... Yeah, I, I think that's probably the most surprising thing is until we get slight, slightly more conf confirmation, we're not more than like a century or two ahead of present day. Yeah, and the world is that different. And like they've got the prototype; they're doing the prototypes of the uh, of the plantations and everything. And the Franks units. Yeah, the Franks units, <laughs> um, and remember so all the kids are clones right so that that's inconclusive 
Yeah, they might be clones. They might have been, like, engineered from chromosomes of donor adults. Yeah, they may have also been kind of like the giver style. There may be adults in the society that are forced to not take the... Uh, the immortality serum. The immortality serum in order to have kids and stuff like that. So, yeah, we, ha we haven't got any confirmation on that as of yet, but the... The synopsis from the end of that episode was because of the the only way the Franks will work, we needed kids, and most of society could no longer have them. Right. Kind of ironic, huh? <laughs> Alanis Morissette sell, selling more copies of her song. <sighs> when you got to save the world, but you can't have any kids, isn't that ironic? And then we find out we 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 meet the uh, well the second time we're seeing it, but the first time they meet the Kalisor uh, queen, Klaxosaur, but yes, Klaxosaur princess. What I say? She, the most kawaii. She oh she's adorable and tiny, and I want to hug her, but she'll probably kill me. <laughs> and for some reason, I mean, it looks like they're advanced actually. The, Unless the you're like Doctor Franks and you're kind of into that. Oh my god, he is like. Yeah. Okay. Do oh wait. This is a this is an awkward boner. <laughs> no reason boner. And no it's reason like, boner. So the I like mayonnaise, but not that much. The the Kalisors aren't mindless. I mean, there was a, there's a civilization under there. So that's not that's also something that is probably going to get confirmed in the next couple of episodes. Kalisors are humans. Extremely, extremely evolved. Extremely yeah. evolved humans. I, I, I'm, I'm sensing maybe a touch of Gargantia. Yeah, I probably, I agree with that. Hashtag chamber, best bro. Let's continue. <laughs> yeah, they just response. Go to hell, Tin Can. And so then... they're, so they're likely the descendants of the poor people who got fucked over when the environment went shit. And evolved to adapt to it, basically. I, I think they're older than that is the thing. Yeah. Because the Klaxosaurs didn't start showing up until the Magmenergy started being harvested too much. And so I'm thinking maybe some kind of, you know, pre-history pre civilization. Divergent evolution kind of thing? Es essentially. Well, because we, we know that there's a humanoid in the orb. Yes. When when they broke the one orb during uh, Shonen Power Up, and there was that thing inside that kind of looked like a baby, I, I I think we're looking at a divergent uh, evolution path. And then um, Kokoro, their their no. their civilization did something different with magma energy that wasn't quite as destructive, or maybe it was, but uh, oh, what's his name? The loudmouth. Zorome? Zorome. Zorome. Are we even going to become adults and then Papa's just silent? Yeah, that was a sobering moment. Yeah. I, For I him love... and us. Yep. And I love Dr. Franks, too, where Hiro and the other parasites, led by Hiro, show up. Hey, we want to confront Papa. Yeah, okay, let me put him on speed dial for you. There you go. There's All right, the sky gotcha. window. Yeah, do, do, uh, Dr. Franks do, is do, just kind of like... Do, do. <laughs> he is chaotic neutral. Yeah. And <laughs> um, 
oh what's the name the the one that they got married Goro Kokoro. yeah Kokoro they're starting to form another relationship even with their memory wiped yeah go figure good kids. I know slowly but surely it's it's coming back also that... Futoshi oh my god Futoshi they tried the to they tried to swap them back. They tried to put Futoshi and Kokoro together and Ikuno and Mitsuru together. And Futoshi initiated a re-swap, <laughs> wanting them to be together. He's a good kid. Yeah. He's be- he, he, he truly is best of boy He loves... He, he has gone to the Goro school of best boy. <laughs> yeah, because he, lo- he loves Kokoro enough to understand that what's best for her needs to be what happens. The thing is that they still have their rings. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm kind of sad. I mean, I'm I'm happy I'm... that there's only five episodes left, but I'm sad because, oh my god, it's triggered. There's going to have to be some intense fucking five episodes. Yeah. yeah so th- this is what I was talking about the big gems about the whole are we going to get a second season or are we going to get a finale movie which would suck, but that's a thing that happens in anime sometimes. Trigger's not really known for tr- for multiple seasons, are they? Uh, fuck if I know. This is mostly production IG, though, so they do plenty of second seasons. I mean, wasn't Kill the Kill technically two seasons? That was two cores. Same amount of episodes. Okay. Yes, we will find I, out. I, 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 but I also don't know them doing too much of the movie things. The only movies I can really remember are the two Gurren Lagan movies that were basically right. condensing Just... the season, right, into two ultra digestible halves with a even more badass ending. <laughs> so uh, hopefully next time we'll actually get two. Ep- well, we will get two episodes of Darling. <sighs> yeah, please, oh. actually. Actually, give us two episodes. Oh my god, it's 11.25, guys. Yeah. I'm not past my bedtime. (laughs) One of these days, when you're able to stay on for, like, the whole thing, we need to to do a manga post-show. I would, yeah, that would be pretty cool. What if we had, like, a Saturday post-show or something like that, if you guys aren't having the mana pool? Because, I don't know. I read 60 manga series and I only watch five anime. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, propose it to CJ when he comes back. Yeah, CJ. I know you're going to listen to this back order. Come on. I I mean, if it keeps you from talking about the the manga and keeps Josh and me from talking about manga on the (laughs) anime show. You might. Well, alrighty. Uh, It is 11.30 now and my wife is probably already asleep so time uh, to go take off the shoes and dagwood your way into bed ex- yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> all right well much love guys have right. a good rest of your night and enjoy the rest of your stream all right thank you good night good night oh yeah so me oh yeah so me okay so moving swiftly along to the uh last order of business yeah thank you for breaking my stream but okay hey you this happens every week you knew it was coming i am the anime otaku show yes are you there we go i fixed it i fixed it (laughs) i was leading the wrong way anyways (laughs) all right we've got magical girl ore 
We've got a couple episodes of it because apparently Josh and I are the only ones who were caught up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say for this, for the first, the six and seven, and you got eight through what? 10, 12. It's not that far ahead. I think eight. Cause we saw one after lesson. Cause that was the meet and greet of the episode. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, Magical anyway, Ore is but, on episode 10. Okay, so we're, we're going to talk about episode That's 6 and 7. came out today, so... Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about 6 and 7 today, and okay. we'll catch up with it next week. So we get the obligatory Hot Springs episode. Not what you Ooh, think. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, again, this is where Magical Girl, Magical Girl Ore shows its inner Hawkeye initiative. Because there is not female fan service in the in the obligatory Hot Springs episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it was so steamy. Oh, wow. And she's trying to stay transformed? Ding! Yes. Ding. So... Can, can, can we talk about how over the top on the nose that was because that magical girl power meter that she kept having to refresh to stay as Ore <laughs> went from the low end being kind of a shrunken squiggly end to a boing boner representation yeah, yeah the uh that that meter was a penis you guys <laughs> i said it Please, someone type that as a show title. Uh, oh, man. But it's like, and she's trying everything to, like, um, get out of there. Or, like, just, no, not the cold water. Not the cold water. I'm going to stay in the sauna. And yeah. then he and comes she's... in. Oh, competition. Yes. Yes. Manly competition. Yes. <laughs> and she's literally dying in there. Yeah, cause like, cause those things are hot. Like, if y'all, if you've ever been in a hot tub, like that's about the temperature that the hot springs are. If not, if those aren't even hotter, you're only supposed to stay in a hot tub for like ten minutes at the most when it's that warm. Or you will. And I have accidentally stayed in one too long when I was at a pool, and like I started getting heart palpitations and felt really dizzy and got really dehydrated. Like just staying in it fifteen minutes instead of ten. Hot spring dangers are real, yo. And so she stayed in there for way too long and then immediately went into the sauna because obviously she can't cool off or she'll de-transform, which is like a weird... The cold water thing, I think, was a Rodma reference as well. Quite possibly. I mean, they've referenced just about everything else in this show. And, uh, and if you're, uh, you're going to have a gender-bending anime, you've got to reference Rodma. Right. And uh, Cycle, um, when she's in it and she's thinking about her, and, and she, just transforms and all transforms of a sudden, transforms and then she just jumps into the cold water. Well, yeah, because she was in the ladies' bath at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um. And how? Um. Oh, I keep forgetting. Uh, Saki, how she's thinking, what's gonna happen? It's just like, uh, I don't think I can take those muscles. 
and when, when they're at the bus stop, um, she's actually, I guess, jealous, but also upset because she's not acting. Saki's not acting like herself when she's around her brother. That she's not able to be herself. Well, she gets all flustery and fangirly, basically. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Kyoe being a dick as usual. Evil McEvil shit. He's a demon. He is absolutely like the Yoma prince in disguise or something. Yeah. And then we, we get the uh, the monster um, party. Yes. Before they actually they actually rented it out. It was on the sign that the demons are having a party. Yep. Because hey, what's a fourth wall? Right. And they're 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 just they're chilling. I mean they're they're Yeah, having they're there to have a good time. Yeah. So it's, this is also the episode where they were performing at the hotel, right? And like the, the owner of the inn keeps like playing encores himself. Was that yep. the owner, or was that like because I thought it was like a company retreat that they were? Oh, doing yeah, it's like it the, the president of the company that mm-hmm. rented it out. And then she gets saved. Yes. And then there's another, another comes to the rescue, and she did not get seen. This show's so fucking weird, guys. It is. And then the next episode, when they go practicing in the uh, karaoke bar. Yeah, so instead of just, like, hiring a vocal coach for his clients, which would make the most sense, the manager just takes them out to karaoke. And <laughs> when they start singing, they they cut to the hallway where they're all, like, some people are throwing up, some are pissing themselves. <laughs> it's just like, oh. And then we get to see the manager perform. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, he's moving so fast. The after images are doing two different things. He's got the two backup dancers and then he's also singing and it's just like His face is completely different. Yeah, he's got the half chibi alter ego. Yes. And he's actually good. Yeah, he's real damn good. And he's then we in the industry for a little bit. And then we cut to Mohiro singing karaoke, and somehow there are small woodland creatures gathering in the karaoke room. (laughs) And nobody bats an eyelash at it. (laughs) It's, uh, it's something else. And... We get to we get a little plot development actually this episode because the the Yoma show up and try to take um try to take Mohiro away Again. by banging through the wall of the karaoke room and oh when she opens the door and like one that one's singing and the other one's just pounding through the wall with a hammer and what's with them singing children's songs this entire time I don't know because I guess. Because they sing, um, they normally sing all that pop, and he's just like, La, yeah, it's Yankee Doodle, right? The, the yes. monsters are singing Yankee Doodle, right? It, it's the tune of Yankee Doodle, but it's got some like Japanese lyric to it that I don't remember. Yeah, and then uh, Saki breaks her stick. Yeah. 
and like they they just go to her murdering them all and then they cut to a scene of of the door from the outside and just a splatter of blood <laughs> it is disturbing how gory this series is like, especially those end cards yo oh oh the end cards are creepy as fuck not as creepy as uh as the friend's face in that one card in the end sequence though Oof. where her oh. eyes are like weirdly wide like someone was messing around with sliders too much in the sims <laughs> and it's just like it's kind of disturbing like how into you you are into beating these guys to a pulp yeah and they call her out on being so like brutishly violent that it breaks her weapon yeah and and then we get a cut to the um to the mom she's still a magical girl but she needs to sign or sign her contract off like finish her contract off yeah and, and we get a picture, she needs to retire yeah we see a picture of her staff we, we see her staff and it's full the the little orb that she has on it the egg the blood sucker yeah so I'm going to see what that is. I mean, how? I mean, it seems like it's a joke anime, but it's not. It both is and it isn't. Yeah. It's meta is what it is. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be like, oh, it's okay. So they're magical girls and they actually turn into magical boys. Really buff magical boys. And it's just like, oh, it's just going to be adventure, adventure, and then done. It's turned into another how to raise your or how how to keep a mummy. Well, we'll see about that. I mean, there's definitely it's it's getting some story to it for sure. Yeah, it's real weird, yo. Yeah, it is, but it is also it is wildly creative and original at the same time. So, like, I like. Go ahead. I like that it's doing something different. Yeah, different in a sea of like the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> They're idols, but it's not another idol show. <laughs> Dale. Yeah, Dale, if you haven't watched this show already, you need to. <laughs> so the next one, the meet and greet. Yep. Go ahead and spoil it, guys. Are, are we going to? I thought we were talking about that next time. Okay, yeah, we, we, we can wait till next time. Yeah, because spoiler alert, we may have to do a show next Monday. Oh. Mm. We'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Yes. Um. But yeah, good stuff. Lots, lots of good developments on the, sh on the shows this week. Yeah. Food Wars, my hero, darling. And we get two flashbacks that actually give us a ton of more answers and then more questions. Yep. Um, especially in Darling, because theories have been confirmed and then more theories are being formed. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you really got to stop and think about just how warped in the head Dr. Franks is that 
he cloned the Klaxosaur princess to make Zero Two, and then treated her the way he did in the flashbacks for that. Yeah. Like, the Klaxosaurs are not the real monsters here. This man is. <laughs> and then Magical and Girl pro- Ode is pro- just... Probably to it... a slightly lesser extent, Ape as well, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ape is a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Magical... I I, just, I love how they were wearing masks even back then. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we, we do some shady shit. We, we don't need people to know who we are. Well, it worked out well for them in the end. They're in a space station. They also rule the world. Well, what's left of the world, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But there's got to be a reason why... Because the Klaxosaur... Queen, or... Are they saying queen or princess? They're saying princess. Princess is blue... While zero two was red, there's got to be something there too, right? It's got to be something there. It, it might be another reference to red oni, blue oni, in addition to zero two and hero. Um, there, she might also have human DNA oh, in okay. her. Why, when when she in the episode where she's like biting her nails and all that, she bleeds red, but then she also bleeds. Blue? She yeah. bled blue when she was a child. Yeah. But something has happened to make her more human. Yeah. All right, guys. I think... Uh, we ready to wrap this up? I think we're ready to wrap this week up. Uh, it's time to wrap this mother up. Uh, I don't know CJ's outro spiel. I can tell you, though, that we're going to be at Metricon in Tampa on July 19th to the 22nd with two, count them, two, two, two panels with a uh, full-blown version of this show, basically, bigger, longer, uncut, with the Anime Otaku Show 2017 and early 2018 Anime in Review at Anime Track B Panel Room 25 on Saturday, July 21st, 11 a.m. to 11.50 p.m. Rip for that if you love Darling in the Frogs, Gurren Lagan, Kill the Kill, everything else that has remotely been involved with Studio Trigger, we have the Anime Otaku Show Presents Studio Trigger, Subversion, Inspection, and Looking Beneath the Surface. Also in Anime Track B Panel Room 25 on Saturday, July 21st, 10 a.m. to 10.50 p.m. AM. That's right. You can have, if you so choose, two straight unadulterated hours of me. I mean us. <laughs> and a two-hour podcast for us, we usually do it at weekly. At least it's not a 16-hour boss fight. True. Yeah. True. Also, I mean, for the first hour, we'll be talking about Trigger. We will be fine. <laughs> but then in the second hour, we're going to have to talk even more Trigger because it's the entire year in review, basically. But we'll, we'll make it work somehow. Trigger only had one anime this year, right? True. Well, you technically would. Was Little Little Witch technically this year? Was that previous? Anyways, digressing. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so at show at geek-io.net. You can put AOS in the subject line, or if you're trying to get a hold of us about one of our other shows, just let us know which one you're talking about so we just know which one to talk about it on. 
as far as social media goes, you can find us pretty much everywhere at Geekio Show. And if you want to give us a call and you know leave us a voicemail about why we don't answer the phone, you can call us at 727-489-4335. That's 727-489-4335. Geek. And uh, yeah, for myself, for you know CJ, who's not presently in this show, for Carrie, for Raul, for the entire Geek.io network, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll maybe see you next week. Take us home, Raul. Okay. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this Geekio Media Network production. Copyright 2018, you see how that works? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.